welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And thanks to the pandemic, we'll be staying home for Thanksgiving this year, which means I have even more mashed potatoes to eat myself into discomfort. (laughs) Yep. It'll be a lot easier and faster to get to food coma. (laughs) Might even just skip all the other stuff and just make... Just make a big vat. One large bowl of mashed potatoes. Yeah. I mean, we still need gravy, though, so... Fine. (laughs) One large bowl of mashed potatoes and one large bowl of gravy. (laughs) The same amount. (laughs) You just gotta be prepared, you know? Yeah. You don't know. Always, yeah. You want to come out with less gravy than needed. That's true. You you always want to have too much rather than not enough. Yeah. Worst case, you have potato soup. (laughs) And you've done that before. (laughs) It wasn't an accident. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, it's disappointing. We're not going to get to do family stuff or whatever, but uh, I am kind of thrilled to not have to drive four hours. So that will be nice. Having Thanksgiving in your boxers. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of exciting. (laughs) Kind of sounds great. (laughs) And then we can be with the animals. Like, we usually don't. We usually aren't, so it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Make the best of it. Uh, they're not getting any mashed potatoes, though. Yeah, that's fair. They don't like potatoes anyway, so. <laughs> I mean, they say that. Yeah. But as soon as I turn away, they're going to fucking steal it. That's true. They will. So, in light of the upcoming holiday, we're going to have some extra time to watch some things, play some things, maybe. We're going to skip reviews this week. And we're going to give you guys some really good ones next week, potentially. So we're just doing our our weekly episode of news and updates for movies, TV, and games. And uh, we'll check back with you next week regarding reviews of items that we watch during this week. So let's start off with some new releases. We've got, for the upcoming week, Netflix is releasing Dragon's Rescue Riders on November 24th. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Yeah, it's the DreamWorks uh, <laughs> motherfucking sh- movie franchise, right? How to Train Your Dragon. It's, it's okay. So uh, that's it's what I was wondering. It's a Christmas-themed How to Train Your Dragon show. Got it. Or okay. one-off. Okay. They do have a show, though. That I think, yeah. On Netflix. Uh-huh. Which I'm surprised you don't watch that stuff. I... You're always dragging me to those movies, so... They're... <laughs> You'd think at some point they'd figure out how to actually train them, huh? Yeah, you would think. I feel like you've made that joke before. I'm sure I have. <laughs> Uh, okay, November 25th, The Christmas Chronicles 2 and Great Pretender Season 2, which is an anime. Do you watch that? No. Uh, okay. But I found out about it. Yeah. With this. So, so you might check it out. I will probably check it out. Got it. It looks like it's an actual Netflix original anime. Okay. And November 26th, Larry the Cable Guy Remains Seated, which is, a, I, I'm assuming, a stand-up. Yeah. yeah. Just him doing stand-up comedy. Okay. I, he's still around. While others are sit- seated. Yeah. <laughs> what if he sits down? <laughs> uh, he's in like a recliner doing st- doing comedy. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I guess we'll see. Uh, that was my, uh, that was going to be my intro if I ever got into stand-up comedy. Yeah. But that's as far as I got with my act. <laughs> yeah. Was, I tried to be a stand-up comedian, uh-huh. but I got tired so much, I'd have to sit down. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'll be here all night. 
tomatoes immediately. <laughs> Do you think people used to actually throw real tomatoes at the people on stage? Probably. Seems like until a- that first winter where they were like, you know what, we don't have much food now. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it really straightened out the village. It seems like a waste. All right. So Hulu has Bombshell coming to Hulu on November 26th. Uh, so that's pretty cool. If anybody hasn't seen that yet, it's a good movie. Yes. And we did a review on a previous episode. We did. No clue which number, but I feel like it was one of the earlier it, episodes. It was a two-digit number. <laughs> I want to say it was around the Oscar time, right? Yes, it was. Like so, right before or right after. Okay. So I want to say that's in the late that teens. That also doesn't tell me anything it's closer episode, to where we were. It's with, episode with... in the late teens numbers. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I know Rise of Skywalker was like 16 or something. I gotcha. Think. Yeah. All right. Pretty and sure the... it's spoiler free. But yeah. either way, check yeah. it out if you watch the movie and want to hear what we thought. Yes. Uh, and November 29th, The Big Ugly. I've never heard of this. What's this one about? So I had to look this one up as well. Okay. Uh, it looks like it's some kind of action gangster mob movie about some UK organization trying to take over some business in the East Coast or something. Okay. It's like a... It re- the description made me think of The Gentleman kind of Got thing. it. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be as quirky, but... Yeah. It's okay. got Ron Perlman in it. Okay. Some guy I recognize from some other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that guy. <laughs> well, Ron Perlman has me interested. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Maybe we'll check it out. Okay. Amazon Prime. Bombshell is coming to Amazon Prime also on November 26th. So whether you have Hulu or Amazon Prime, you have the option. Yeah. What a slut. Okay. Um, and November 27th. Allegedly. Yeah. November 27th, Amazon Prime has Life in a Year. You're going to love this one. Uh, is it as bad as I expected? I want you actually to guess what you think this is going to be about, okay. and I will tell you. So I feel like it's going to be like a Lifetime movie. In a year. In a year, yeah. It's going to be like describing someone's like experiences during the pandemic. I don't know. Mm, close. Okay, so what is it? Actually, not really. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it does like cover someone's life. Okay. So it's about a couple. Uh-huh. The woman finds out she's got a uh, life-threatening disease or something. She's going to die. Okay. She's only got less than a year. Okay. so it's like- And so they spend that year traveling or doing all the shit she wants to do before she would die. Okay. And make the most out of the, less, the last year of her life. Mm-hmm. So it's like a bucket list movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It sounds very lifetimey, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I tried to search it for the like the the details and stuff, I accidentally put "love in the year," not mm-hmm. "life in the year." Yeah. Or in a year. Yeah, which is also a movie, I'm sure. No, it was just yeah. giving me a bunch of like horoscope shit, and uh, I'm like, I don't care about this. <laughs> I just want the fucking movie that I'm trying to look up. Yeah. And then I realized it was the wrong word. Which made it a lot easier to find after. Well, that's good. <laughs> All right. HBO Max, November 26th, The Flight Attendant, which is, I think we talked about it. We watched the trailer, or maybe you and I just talked about it. It's a dark comedy with Kaylee Cuoco playing the flight attendant. Spoilers. 
You sure she's not <laughs> the stapler? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, right. That's Rob Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> He's in someone's carry-on. <laughs> also, on November 26th, HBO Max is going to have Super Intelligence. What's this one? It's a action comedy starring Melissa McCarthy. Okay. It looks like it's an actual HBO original movie. Okay. I was trying to figure out if it was something that they just were getting or if it was a new thing. Mm -hmm. Looks like it was either something that was going to be in theaters and then shifted over or they just made it for the service. Gotcha. Okay. Um, From what I got out of it, she uh, comes into contact with some like high tech government AI that befriends her and then... Mm -hmm has some goal to meet or else it's going to destroy the entire planet. Is she like her like stereotypical dumb character or is she just like a different yeah, okay. clumsy okay. awkward kind of yeah. Yeah, okay. There was like one moment in the trailer where she was like trying to hop onto this big beanbag chair and she kept falling off. Yeah. And the lady was like that was worse than the first try or some shit. It was, yeah. I don't know. It it's your typical. Yeah, okay. Humor out of her. What you would expect. Got it. Yeah. All right, and then November 28th, HBO Max is getting The Call of the Wild. Harrison Ford and yeah, okay. A-Dog. And A-Dog. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was think- wondering, if it was that one, the newer one. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Which you never saw, so yeah, might check that out. Yeah, exactly. Especially now that it's just included in our subscription. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus has a couple of things. November 27th, the original Black Beauty is coming to the service. Like the like the nineteen forties no, no, or whatever. No, 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 no. Okay. This is a Disney Plus original. Oh, that's why I put that there. Understood. That was my bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's also a very misleading, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's... no. So they're they're remaking it, and it's a Disney or yeah, it's a Disney Plus original. Hmm. It's got a black horse. Are you sure? And <laughs> the, a girl. Okay. I don't know if she's the beauty or if the horse is the beauty. I'm not sure. The I never ho- read the book or saw the movie. The horse is the beauty. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, that's fun. I didn't know they were remaking that. Also, Spider-Man Maximum Venom Season 3. I'm assuming this is animated. Have it's you just wa- that the current Spider-Man cartoon. Have you watched it? Uh, Not this season. Okay. Because it's on Disney XD, which we don't have. So I have Understood. to wait for... So this, this means potentially that seasons one and two will be coming as well. Well, they're already there. Oh. Okay, so the current season are, is not on Disney Plus yet, but it will be. Yeah. I, it's, okay. I assume it's finished airing on Disney XD. Got and it. now it's on here because it's done. Got it. I've heard about this one. Uh, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. This is based off like a children's book, right? Yeah. I don't know if this is a new thing or something old that's just coming to the service. Okay. That was a book, right? Yeah. Was I was like, this Roald... is, I know this title, but Is it I... Roald Dahl? I want to say it's Roald Dahl. Yeah, okay. Like the same one that did Fantastic Mr. Fox. And the witches. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know Fantastic Mr. Fox. I just knew the witches because it's in the title of the remake. Yeah, that's a good point. I was it like, is... hey, I recognize that name now. So Fantastic Mr. Fox was already a story before they made that. Mm-hmm movie yeah well i can't confirm it but whatever it doesn't matter gotcha uh okay good it looks like there was a 2014 movie that had steve carell so that yeah must be so it. i'm i looked it up and like that's what i got I was okay. like, i don't know if it's just that or if there's an original that they're making okay. now I, gotcha 
But I recall seeing the book when I looked it up. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't tell you what it's about. (laughs) Probably just about his day being not so great. Yeah. Watch, it takes place on opposite day. Judith Vorst, a different author entirely. My bad. Okay. Okay. It's pretty embarrassing. I just didn't want to, like, mislead anyone. Yeah. <laughs> Ruin their day. Yeah. You're giving them a very terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Yeah. Once they realize it's not the same fucking person. Yeah, I didn't want to do that, so I had to correct it. <laughs> um, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, season one. I think it's an older show as well. It was like a spinoff okay. to the Once Upon a Time. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was... I feel like they had a season that went into that world. It did. And then they're like, oh, now we have our own show. Yes. And it sucks. They really only had, did they only have season one? Oh, I don't know. I think I watched one or two episodes of it and I was like, yeah, I'm good. Because I watched Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Just Once Upon a Time. That's what it's called. <laughs> Yeah, I keep wanting to say one? in Mexico. Yeah, same. <laughs> I'm like, that can't be right. Or Hollywood even. Yeah. Um, I watched that show a lot. And then so I started watching this Wonderland mm-hmm. show after they started it. And I, I think I watched, because there was like a crossover episode situation. And then I never went back to it because yeah. I just didn't care as much. Well, that's cool for anybody who wants to check that out. And, of course, the usual Mandalorian season two, episode five. So it seems like they only want to release things on one day a week? Yeah, then? it looks like they release on Fridays. Okay. Just everything that they have to release comes out on that Friday. It's interesting. I kind of like that, to be honest. Yeah. It's easier to keep track. Uh, For notes, at least. Yeah, true. It's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Got to figure out which days every fucking thing is. Yeah, very true. All right. Last but not least. Well, maybe least. Uh, Peacock. Uh, November 25th, the Saved by the Bell reboot is releasing, which I already forgot about. So I guess it's con- technically it's a continuation, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. a new mm-hmm. generation. Didn't they already do that, though? Whatever. I don't care. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Somebody cares. If you care, then write us at gtfpod at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, November 27th, the National Dog Show, of course. For 2020, this year. This is the dog show that you're, my you're family always, always about. watches on. Well, my, my family used to always watch on Thanksgiving. We didn't watch football. Yeah, we you're always like, oh, I wish we could watch the dog show. <laughs> when, like, everyone else wants to watch football. Yeah. Well, we have two TVs in the living room. Maybe we can put both on. <laughs> no, I don't care about watching either. Yeah. <laughs> My fantasy football is trash this season. Yeah. I have two key players got that got injured for the season. Mm-hmm. I'm fucked. I have no chance. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. And I'm never going to watch a game because of it. Yeah. That's the kind of person I am. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm going to call you out next episode whenever I see you watching football. <laughs> I'm not going to watch football. Okay. Okay. I see. Yeah. <laughs> or you won't. I can tell you one thing that we won't be watching. Yeah. Black Lightning Season 5. Because apparently CW has ended the show after Season 4. Okay. I was it's officially wondering. been canceled. This is via Variety. And Season 4 will air on February 8th. But it will be the last of the series. Uh, and I guess it's going to have a spinoff series centered around a character named Painkiller. Which Interesting name. I have no clue what that's about. But that's a thing. Yeah. I hope they're just like their costume is just like all white and it has like some letters sideways on it, so they just look like a pill. 
Okay. <laughs> Obviously, I have no idea what the character is, but yeah. I'm kind of surprised by that. It seemed like they were going in that direction by the... I mean, they're basically canceling all their shows, it seems like, right? Yeah, but they're bringing on new ones, but everybody's talking. So they're talking. just probably making a new wave of characters they're and recycling. getting rid of all the old ones. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. I'll get over it, I think, at some point in my life. Probably. Moving into our DTF quickies. Starting out, Hulu Live is raising its price. This is via The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, December 18th will be the date that Hulu Live TV bundle will raise from $55 to $65. So it's going to be adding $10 to your bill every month. This will include having Hulu's ad-enabled service with 65 live channels. Then it's going to impact both new and existing customers. I would love to know who actually uses this service because it seems very expensive. Right. I don't understand. Also, the fact that you can't even get ad-free yeah. with your subscription when you're paying that much money is yeah. insane to me. Yeah. it's Why it's would I be paying that much? Ridiculous. And then because they do that stupid thing when you have a regular Hulu subscription where it says like, oh, watch with live TV subscription. Like you have to have certain... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's just weird. I don't like the direction. Yeah, it, it, it's annoying. They always have like things on their list of, oh, we have this. And then it's like, oh, but you can't but watch you it. you can't see it. Yeah. Well, I yeah. guess I'll go fuck myself then. Thanks, Hulu. <laughs> well, you don't have to. Yeah. Because they're fucking you for you. That's true. <laughs> A new Predator sequel is in the works from 10 Cloverfield Lane director Dan Trettenberg. Trachtenberg? Trachtenberg, I think. This is via his Twitter. Apparently, Deadline tweeted uh, an exclusive report about the movie existing and him being connected to it. And eventually, he tweeted out, This was meant to be a surprise. Been working on this for almost four years now. I am very sad that what we had in store for how you could discover this movie will no longer happen. It's a bummer, but also, yay. So, somebody with knowledge of the situation probably told deadline that this was happening probably Somebody and then was ruined networking. this guy's fucking plans to like reveal it That's yeah a dick i don't know what his plans were it, well, it sounded like he had some kind of unique way of something reveal cool it. which pisses me off now we don't get to see that see now i'm torn because i hated the last predator movie yeah. it was fucking terrible yeah but i really did like 10 cloverfield lane i thought it was a good movie so maybe that means so, it'll be better that gives me hope for yeah. this yeah they just need to, like, get over the past and mm-hmm. just move forward with it, but in a, like, not stupid fucking way. Right. Like, we don't need bigger, badder predators. Just give us fucking cool predators. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Give them, like, sunglasses and, like, a rolled up cigarette box in their sleeve or something, you yeah. know? Yeah, and a leather jacket. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Transformers reboot franchise is supposedly getting a director as well. Uh, Stephen Cappell Jr. from Creed 2 is reportedly in talks to direct the live-action reboot film, which is currently re- set to release June 24th, 2022. Okay, that's so far we'll, away. We'll see if the pandemic has anything to say about that <laughs> yeah, exactly. in the next couple of years. Yeah. And Jobby Harold is also working on the script for that film, which okay. I believe we talked about in the past. On I think, yeah. Deadline is also reporting that Channing Tatum and Lord and Miller are reteaming for a Universal Monsters movie. It will be a modern-day comedic take on one of the classic Universal Monsters in a film. 
So this is interesting. Do you have any thoughts on who you think the monster could be? Or who you think they'll start with? Well, it's a question of whether they're trying to do the whole shared universe still. Yeah. So they already had the mummy. Yes. They already had Invisible Man. Uh-huh. Assuming those are still active and right. a part of the universe. Yeah. I guess they already had Mr. Hyde or whatever, right? Doctor... Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Yeah. That was... I think he was inside one of the other movies. Or I think the the mummy movie, he was like a part of it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I think. Um, my guess is going to be, since it's comedy, it's either going to be a Dracula to try and take advantage of, like, the popularity of vampire comedies. Right, right. Or Frankenstein would be... Yeah, my first thought was Frankenstein. Although, does the creature from the Black Lagoon count as one? Is that I one? I don't know. Just whatever, some kind of sea creature? Yeah, I was trying to look up what all the options are. There's so many options. <laughs> So really, I guess what I'm saying is it could be any of them. It could be any of them. Got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Lord and Miller will produce with Tatum producing and starring in the film. Cool. Uh, Wes Took is writing the script and the plot details are being kept under wraps. I mean, yeah. I would say so since we don't even know what fucking monster it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. And just to confirm, the creature from the Black Lagoon is considered one of the core monsters. So Okay. That would be fun to see. One like yeah, that. I agree. Hmm. This is a fun one. Oh, ooh, there's also the Wolfman. I think, okay. Not that not saying that I want that. Maybe but that's, that's who, also an option. Maybe that's who Russell Crowe was playing. I don't remember. I know he was somebody in it as like a cameo-ish thing oh. in one of those movies. Okay. I suppose I should just go watch the movies. Yeah, probably. In the meantime, they get your creature feature fix. The Last of Us TV series is official for HBO, which I thought was already a thing. But yeah. it apparently was announced this Friday as an official HBO series. Right. So it was official that it was in the works, but HBO hadn't officially purchased it or ordered the series, maybe? Maybe that's what it was about. I don't know, but the, the, the news is all the same. Yeah. Neil Druckmann, creator, yeah. writer of the show, or yeah. of the of the game, mm-hmm. is also going to be working with Craig Mazin, who was a part of writing Chernobyl for HBO. Yeah. And they're both going to put the show together. So... There's nothing new to it as far as I can tell. That's interesting. We definitely talked about that yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, we did. Uh, bad news for HBO as far as the Batman spinoff, though. I think it was like Gotham PD or something like that. Mm-hmm. The showrunner for the series, Terrence Winter, left the project over creative differences. Isn't that always what it is? It's always it. <laughs> Nobody ever leaves a show and is like, they can go fuck themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear somebody left because of logistical differences. Yeah. (laughs) I don't like the way they ordered stuff. Yeah. For the show. (laughs) Their supply chain was just really subpar. (laughs) (laughs) I want somebody to like, give us a fresh take. I got tired of my commute. I really just wanted to focus on myself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, the direction that he had in mind for the show was not in line with the direction that Matt Reeves had for the series itself. Okay. Which tells me, then, he was really the one in creative control of the series. Right. So, it sounds like he just didn't want to, like, be the official showrunner, but he was probably more inclined to having a say than, apparently, Terrence Winter the showrunner who walked away right 
to work on himself. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yep. More news on the Snyder Cut. Uh, apparently, he did a live stream on his Vero account, which I'm not sure what that is, but I guess it has Me to either. do with Hollywood people. Good to know. <laughs> uh, and fans were asking questions, and one of them he came about with an answer that the feature length of the Snyder Cut will have around 150 minutes of unseen footage. Yeah, so this is really... Everybody was like, oh, okay. Because the last thing we heard was it was like only a minute and a half of like reshoots or something. It was like shit. four like, minutes. Whatever. It was something. Footage would be new. New footage. But it was just. So everybody was like, what the fuck? How? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I guess this is good and a confirmation that we're not just going to get the same fucking movie with a different four minutes. Well, and we kind of already knew that though, right? Yeah. He, he always said, it was like, oh, we have like four plus hours of footage yeah. that was never used, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this. You know, for people who don't exaggerate numbers, this yeah. is two and a half hours. <laughs> it's like equivalent to like, oh, my baby is 14 months old. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently he also revealed that the mystery of the teased pod landing on Earth in the Man of Steel movie will be addressed in some capacity within oh. the Justice League film. Okay. That's cool. Obviously, the big speculation is that it was Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Kara dampers yeah spoilers <laughs> for those not caught up on season one of supergirl yeah on like the first episode of season one <laughs> that actually is something that i completely forgot even existed to be honest mm-hmm. was that whole teaser yeah same so once i re- read this i was like oh yeah yeah they better give us an answer yeah <laughs> had no idea it existed and you're like yeah fuck them <laughs> Deadpool 3 is reportedly in development already. I saw this. This is a little bit of a win-loss for me. Okay. Uh, I'm very excited that they are going to continue Deadpool. Mm-hmm. However, I had what I thought was a really good idea for a sequel that <laughs> Disney could implement to bring the character in to a PG-friendly universe. Okay. Remember my whole, yes. like, okay. Yeah, the whole... Um... Princess Bride, like, stage thing that was... Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a a really good idea. It was a good idea. It doesn't... doesn't... It's a shame I don't know anybody in Hollywood. (laughs) However, uh, they brought on two writers from Bob's Burgers to reportedly pen the script for Deadpool 3. So this might get you you excited. Yeah, this is what I heard about, and I was like, I'm okay So I am gonna fuck up these names. (laughs) Wendy Malinux. Malinux. I think it's Molly New. Okay, I always let you say it then. <laughs> They're like French, I think. Okay. Wendy Molyneux and Lizzie Molyneux-Loblin. So what do you think the relationship is there? Did they're sisters and one got married? I assumed that they were just married, but... Oh, they were married. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Okay. And my <laughs> twist? That's actually... That could make more sense. <laughs> The Deadpool Twitter also confirmed this rumor by putting a picture of Bob from Bob's Burgers with Deadpool's swords behind his back. Nice. Yeah? Yeah. So, (laughs) katana swords are equal to boobs for you. (laughs) And, of course, there is no word on whether this is going to be an R-rated movie or not yet. So. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Although I will say the PG-13 version of Deadpool 2, I thought was better based off the creative design they used for the film. Not yeah. 
not the violence factor. Mm-hmm. All right. Black Panther 2 is apparently moving forward already. This is via The Hollywood Reporter. Filming in Atlanta begins July 2021. Very cool. Uh, they do not have a recasting yet for Black Panther. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter claimed that Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyong'o, and Winston Duke and Angela Bassett are expected to return for the new feature, which some, with some saying Wright's character may take on a more prominent role. Uh, obviously, we may remember that a lot of fans wanted Letitia Wright's character Shuri to take over the mantle like she did in the comics. So that would make sense if they're going to do that. I guess uh, Tenok Herta, I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, He's in Narcos, Mexico, and he's also been cast as one of the unspecified villains in this upcoming movie. Yeah, I'm going to assume he's likely going to be playing Namor. Okay. The whatever the fuck. Atlantean, is it? Oh. He's got a Speedo. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he keeps that costume. He's like an anti-hero character. <laughs> okay. They kind of teased him, I think, in the... Um, Endgame movie where they reference some earthquake undersea. Oh yes, mm-hmm. near near uh, Wakanda. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that's who he ended up being, but who knows? Yeah. How do you feel about the whole idea of shifting the character to Shuri? I feel like that's the better way to go, personally, rather than recasting Black Panther. I think that just moving it to her as the Black Panther her taking over and they explain some concept of what happened off screen or whatever and then just have her be the new black panther i think that would be the better way to go personally well i mean would you explain it like he actually dies the character himself or would you explain it like he's just mia for whatever fucking reason and then maybe one or two phases from now you have a new black panther cast Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of hope that with time, people are, like, more okay with seeing a different face in the character. Right. Or in the suit. Yeah. Um, they could go that route, but they, I feel like they'd have to send him to space or something weird. Like, he'd have to be, like, super far away <laughs> to really explain it. But I don't feel like the character... Well, well the character is highly involved in, like, the political side of, like, yeah. the world, right? That's true. So, it could be something, like, they could turn his character specifically into, like, doing some really classified mission stuff and he's like off the grid for a long time that's true for whatever reason yeah but then theoretically he would have the suit and everything with him and he would be or he gives up the life to be on the actual to be like a politician politic- or political side of the, the country and, yeah. and she takes up the title of black panther yeah gotcha. they could do different things yeah that's true they could um I'm not really sure how I feel about one versus the other, to be honest. I guess I just, we just have to have faith that they're going to be able to incorporate the character however they need to for the future of the, the overall in MCU, right? Yes. It'll be interesting to see like how far they got with the script before the tragic news yeah. of his passing, right? That's a good point. I'm curious how much rewriting they would have to do if they just write them out in the meantime you might see multiple pink panthers on the big screen oh yeah until they figure that whole ordeal out with the black panther yeah 
MGM is planning to reboot the franchise of the Pink Panther with both variations of the character. One being the inept inspector, Cluso, and the other one being a literal Pink Panther, which they use more so in cartoons. Yeah, that's the one I remember. So the premise is, it will revolve around Detective who goes through a traumatic event and starts hallucinating a cartoonish Pink Panther sidekick. Okay. Now... Right off the bat, it's a detective, not an inspector. So it's possible this could be a completely different character mm-hmm. that may just have some of the characteristics yeah. of the original. Right. Or they're just changing his occupation altogether. Could and be. that's all they're doing. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's a little bit of an interesting approach. I, I guess in my head, like, why don't you just have a literal Pink Panther that he has to interact with? Yeah, I feel like... I'm picturing something along the lines of, what was that show um, that it had um, the dog? What was his fucking name? The dog. He was like a full-size human dog, but it was like a guy wearing a dog suit, and he was talking to Elijah Wood. Oh, Wilford. Wilfred? 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 I think it was Wilfred. Elijah Wood. It was on FX. Yeah, yeah. So I'm picturing something kind of like that, which would be not bad, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious that the character is going to be CGI. Yes. Like animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or like 3D. So kind of like, uh, so obviously not like a person dressed in a panther costume, but something like yeah. Ted, I guess, where you have it yeah. on CGI. Well, I mean, let's just go right off this. Uh, reportedly, they're hiring the Sonic the Hedgehog director, Jeff Fowler. Okay. So right off that, you assume it's going to be the exact same concept. Yes. Fish out of water. Yeah. Partner, buddy cop situation. Right? Yeah. Only it's Pink Panther instead of a Blue Hedgehog. Yes. Probably a lot slower. Yeah, definitely. And they're also getting Bad Boys for Life co-writer Chris Bremner. Okay. To have the, the script. Well, I like the idea, so I'm excited to see where that goes. But I would be interested to see who they're going to cast as the inspector or detective or whatever they're calling Yeah, them. probably Gadget, I would imagine. Yeah. All right, well, we have a little bit of a surprise with Monster Hunter is now going to be released five days earlier in theaters on December 25th, Christmas Day. It will also hit IMAX format as well. In theaters? Okay. I feel like uh, that's the opposite direction that a lot of people are going these days. Yes, however... With our next news story, I think it makes a lot more sense. I'll start with this. The movie's going to be competing against Pixar Souls on Disney Plus the same day. Mm-hmm. And also another movie, which has now been announced for HBO Max on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. The big reveal this week, probably the biggest news I'd say of the week. Mm-hmm. We talked about this last week, how there was rumors of them... Debating what format to release this film. Yeah. Uh, It's apparently official. Wonder Woman 1984 will be put on HBO Max and in theaters on Christmas Day. So I'm assuming Monster Hunter was thinking, if we're five days after this, we're fucked. As far as getting people in theaters to see this film. So this is probably their way of trying to compete with Wonder Woman. Okay. Hoping that most people will just be watching it at home anyways. Right. Okay. 
Uh, as far as Wonder Woman 1984, it's going to be available for one month on the service of HBO Max, and then it will be presumably back, I guess, some time later on in 2021 after it leaves and okay. gets through its normal formula of home release. Gotcha. Uh, and apparently other theaters will be getting it as early as December 16th uh, internationally. Oh, cool. Lucky them. Yeah. Stay off my social media yeah, feed. Yeah, no shit. We're going to have to avoid anything social media wise that's not here. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's probably going to be here too because people using uh fucking, what's he called? What do they call it? The IP thing. <laughs> the IP thing. <laughs> the VPN. There we go. VPNs where they like get to put their IP address and pretend they're somewhere else. Well, it's our theaters though. Oh, fair So enough. it wouldn't matter unless fair they enough. had a cam footage of it. Yeah, that's true. It's, it, yeah, here, fair. I am fair. <laughs> I'm lenient and fair. Yeah. Unless I'm not. Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of a big deal, I would say, because I feel like this success on HBO Max can make or break Hollywood as far as the theater experience going forward. Yeah. This is a big budget film. If they can still succeed and at least make somewhat of a profit off of this film mm -hmm. going through a streaming service, it could lower our chances of seeing movies made at bigger budgets for theater. Yeah, that's a good point. They could they could make smaller budget movies and always release streaming at this point if that's the case. And it you know, it it's a little scary in that sense. Yeah. But I would lie if I didn't say I was excited to watch Wonder Woman 1984 at home. Yes. Exactly. In my boxers, holding my mashed potato bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you think as far as the percent of people who will watch us on HBO Max versus going to theaters? Because I've seen on online people already saying, I'll just go see it in theaters anyways. I have, I honestly couldn't estimate that, but I can see a lot of people especially families who are like on the fence about going to a movie mm -hmm. then realizing oh i can see a brand new movie basically but still stay at home and not go to a theater yeah i can see potentially more people signing up for hbo max well that i think that it. i'm assuming that's the main goal yeah you're gonna you're probably gonna see a huge profit on hbo Just max to boost those Q4 for that numbers. one month yeah right yeah and maybe that's all it takes is just getting one quarter boosted mm -hmm. for for the stockholders, you know. Yeah, maybe that's what the main tactic is here. Maybe. Uh, but I know that HBO Max has been growing mm -hmm. steadily. It seems with the uh, user base. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely excited to be able to watch this at home. As am I. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our news. No. No reviews this week. We're having yeah. a smaller scaled week yes or episode i should say uh so we're gonna jump right into our gaming we don't really have any big releases this week so probably because everyone's too busy playing all their new shit yeah and other developers <laughs> like we're gonna wait a little bit guilty <laughs> uh but we do have some delays crossfire x which is an xbox exclusive i think it was like a a shooter based game that's like popular internationally or something okay um it's one of those properties that, that microsoft tried to grab to try and get their user base outside of the u.s 
delayed okay. to 2021. It was supposed to be released, I think, late 2020. So I assume December. So they were like, eh, we're running out of time. We better uh, change yeah. that year. Yeah. <laughs> Annapurna Interactive, this is the publisher that has a bunch of games coming out that we've seen trailers for mm-hmm. over the last few months. Yeah. Uh, they have announced on their Twitter that they are going to have to delay three of their games from 2020 to 2021. Oh, really? If you remember, Stray was one of those games that they had announced. Yes. Related to this publisher. Yes. I was so fucking scared when yeah. I saw three games. I was like, well, that's got to be one of them. Yeah. Thank fucking God. It is not one of them. So that means that theoretically is still coming out sometime this Stray year. Stray is still coming out supposedly in December. Wow. Okay. Cool. Very exciting. Yes. Dodge <laughs> the fucking bullet with that one. Yeah. Got to keep all of my nine lives, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, The Artful Escape, 12 Minutes, and Last Stop have all been delayed. Okay. I don't know anything about any of those. Uh, 12 Minutes was like a top-down narrative kind of retro-looking game. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing that at a couple of the uh, events. It looked like you like basically like try and figure out like some kind of family dispute situation or something. Okay. And the other two, I'm not that sure of. I feel like the Artful Escape sounds familiar, but it's not coming to mind. Yeah. And then I think Last Stop is the one that's after the other stops. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> All right. Moving into our DTF quickies for gaming. Uh, the VGAs is on December 10th. I think we've already established that. But the nominees are all out there as mm-hmm. far as voting. So anybody is welcome to go to the website for the VGA award thingy and go vote who you want to win. Cool. We should go vote. I already did. Oh, I guess I'll just go fuck myself. I mean, you can vote too. <laughs> I came into some problems though because there were some categories where I played like one game mm. or two games out of the five and or six. To vote and so I was like, yeah, I was like, well, I didn't really play these. So I yeah. couldn't really tell you. Yeah. That's like when we did the, our Oscars episode, we were like, we have to see all of these so we can fairly evaluate. And we fucking did it. And we sure did. We fucking did God, it. God, that was hard. <laughs> really good timing too, because yeah. if you think about it, it was like right before, that was before the pandemic started. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So uh, that was really good timing because yeah. we got a lot of movies in there. We sure did. We got our money's worth for yeah. that time period. Yeah, that time. <laughs> Oh, the rest of good. the last eight months. I can't really fucking so say much. that. Yeah. All right. We'll have to go check out how to vote for those. You just go to the Video Game Awards website. Okay. And then you'll have to make a login. Mm. I was able to just click, oh, login with my Google email. And then, yeah. like, you don't even have to, like, you don't have to make Sold. a password or anything. You just good. click on it and then just, you're in. Sounds great. Uh, you can do Facebook as well, I think. And then mm-hmm. something else. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Worst case, just ask Jeeves, and I'm sure you'll find it <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, maybe he'll give you some directions on MapQuest. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was like half of them were like competitive gaming. Like esports? Esports, yeah. I think okay. I was drawing a blank on the word. Okay. <laughs> uh, I left those blank. I didn't I didn't answer those, because like, yeah. I honestly have no clue who these people yeah. are. I'm yeah. not going to just give a fucking vote for something I have no idea on or concern for. Right. Um. So anyways... Go vote, people. Yes. It's the most important vote you can do <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. 
um, copies of Cyberpunk 2077 have been found circling the internet, apparently. Mm. So apparently some people have gotten a hold of their final copy, mm-hmm. whether that be, I don't know, retailers are giving them out or they know people that work at the company. I have no clue. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently 20 minutes of the Nomad Life Path was streamed online from a PS4. And so people were able to watch that footage of mm-hmm. the game before its release. The video has since been removed from whatever sites that it's been roaming, but yeah, I'm sure you could find it somewhere still. Uh, either way, apparently users seem to be having copies available to them, even yeah. though the game's not released. Very interesting. Not like a lot of people. I'm sure it's like a handful of people, but... Right. But it's enough to notice. That's uh, unfortunate that they're having all these things kind of leaked. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't know. It's not like really a leak, but, you know. It's... It's always, it was ever since I don't think it's anything past what we saw at like E3 or anything like right. that. Right. Because it okay. sounds like it's like the very first part of the game. So gotcha. I don't know. I don't think it's as severe of an issue like The Last of Us Part 2 had where the whole fucking story was leaked online. Oh, yeah. That and was so crazy. people knew like the big like everything. moments of that, mm-hmm. you know, the twists and stuff before the game even launched. Yeah. And actually, now that you're mentioning it. 20 minutes of a game like Cyberpunk 2077 is like pocket change. It's probably halfway through creating your character. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like a <laughs> s- half of a side mission, maybe. Or like a, like a, yeah. Half? I mean, depending on the, depending on the mission, I'm thinking of like The Witcher where there's like, yeah, a side mission will be like, go find this creature and kill it and then come back and talk to me. Like the, mm-hmm. one of those ones. <laughs> Don't talk to me until you've kill, killed a creature. <laughs> All right, Marvel's Avengers has an update for the game as service. Yeah, Kate Bishop, which which was a DLC character that was delayed mm-hmm. a few months ago, is going to arrive on December eighth now. Okay, uh, and also Clint Barton, aka Hawkeye, and the next gen version of this game will be available at some point in early twenty twenty one. I feel like um, I've been seeing, like, pictures of this, like, all fucking week. Kate Bishop looks like they're trying to make her look like a total fucking badass. She's wearing, like, aviators. And, Does like, that make her a badass? Like, she just looks like she's trying to be cool, is what I'm trying to I'm say. I'm also wearing aviators, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you had such respect for aviator-wearing people. <laughs> she's, like, they're the, 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 like, cop ones. Are they, like, fully reflective and everything? Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not what I pictured. So... But then again, I didn't read the comics either, so. Okay. Well, I'm going to get some aviators and a bow and arrow. Okay. Sounds great. (laughs) Don't mind me. Just moseying on through the house. (laughs) Shooting shit. Yeah. With a bow. For anybody who is interested, I know the game is not doing the greatest as far as a user base and a lot of issues as far as the quality of the game. Mm Mm-hmm. But it is on sale on both PlayStation and Xbox, I believe, for like $30. So yeah. half price. Yeah. I believe the next-gen version is included for free, at least on one console. Mm-hmm. Just go web crawl that info. Yeah. I think we'll probably wait until it's closer to uh, the next-gen release. Maybe yeah. it'll be even cheaper. Yeah, maybe. 
or and they're just not going to have sales because of the next gen version coming out and then be like you could pay full price again yeah and i'll be like no nah, i'm good yeah all right i'm gonna head out now yeah <laughs> uh gta online is adding a new heist on december 18th this is via ign do they still have new things they're putting on this yeah game? they've basically made it its own game okay um Props to them, because they do add a lot of content. But, like, I just don't care about the game anymore. Yeah. I just... It's not fun to me to just do the same shit over and over and not progress. Yeah. And the ranking, I feel like, takes forever to rank up in that game. Yeah. The Kyle Perico heist is going to be adding an entire island, which will also be playable in solo mode. Okay. So... I, I did a little bit of a heist with some friends when it first came out, but mm-hmm. I have not really gotten that far into the heist myself. Yeah, I never got to do the heist because they fucked me on that one. Who's they? The people that made GTA. Oh, I see. Rockstar Games. How did they fuck you? Uh, By fucking dragging ass on like actually releasing it. So by the time they released the heist... You guys and you and your friends were like basically no longer even playing the game. And so I feel like at some point you guys jumped back in like one time, but I was at work. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. You hear that, Rockstar? You ruin families. <laughs> All right. Far Cry 6 is a reportedly on Microsoft store with a release date, even though it has not been announced by Ubisoft yet. Hmm. According to Microsoft Store, Far Cry 6 will arrive on May 25th, 2021. Uh, this, of course, could just be a placeholder. Right. But if not, then I guess that's when the game could be releasing. Yeah. That's good to know. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. I'll uh, make sure I play Far Cry 5 then. Yeah. You got, <laughs> Since you, we have it and I've yet to play it. You got uh, six months. <laughs> yeah. Doom Eternal is coming out for the Switch. Uh, and apparently people's pre-orders have been getting canceled by retailers, which is which worried people that they were canceling the game altogether on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Turns out what is happening is the game is going to be a digital-only release now after they were taking pre-orders for the game. Interesting. So if anyone wants it, it's going to be digital-only. I wonder if this will be... Do you think this is, I haven't done the research, but I'm just based on my own recollection of the surface of the news, but uh, is this the first, like, non-first party game that's digital only for the Switch? No, no? I don't okay. think so. I okay. can't think of one off the top of my head, but okay. I, I, I it's don't just like think a, it's the it's first digital. It's a bigger digital. game, so I was surprised to hear what that. What I'm assuming is the cartridge is probably not big enough to hold yeah. the size of this game. Yeah. And so they probably have to do digital in order to get the whole game out there. Right, that makes sense. Okay. But we know that the first Doom remake or whatever reboot is on Switch already. Mm-hmm. And it is not at the level of the of the Xbox and the PlayStation versions. Mm-hmm. But it, it is good quality. Yeah. You know, it gets the job done. Yeah. So I would imagine that Doom Eternal will be at the same if not better at this point. I'm sure they've figured out ways to make it or improve it over yeah. the other game. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that they just decided that digital was the only way they could really do that. Yeah. A sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers 3 for the NES 
was sold at an auction for $156,000. Jesus. The bid started at $62,000 and 20 bids later landed at 156. That's nuts. Uh, this is $42,000 more than the original Super Mario Brothers game that sold earlier this year in an auction. If wow. you remember talking about that one. Yes. It was like I a, do. it was like 114 or something like that. 1000. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. So, do people that buy these like immediately do they just like take it home and open it or like what do you Of course not. They're You're just... buying this so you could try and sell it again for more. But what who is going to pay more? That's just crazy to me. Someone who also thinks it's worth having. Yeah, it's just weird. I, I mean, there's people it. out there that think that just saying that you have something is in itself is worth the money. Worth yeah. Worth more than rich people. I mean, yeah. Like a... <laughs> okay. Yeah. I can't even fathom being so rich that you could just like spend a couple grand going to lunch or, you know, like yeah. just crazy amounts yeah. of money on yeah. things that are like just completely unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> just normal things. I just, I know, I don't understand it. Like, I'd still be buying spam and yeah. looking for deals, I feel like, <laughs> yeah. if I had a lot of money. Uh, this like, supposed yeah, to be now I can off. have even more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way That's the way you keep your money. But yeah, I, I got more. the money. Now I want to try and keep it as long as possible. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't understand how much money these people make or how any of this works. It's so confusing to me. Watch the guy who bought it. Like, that was all of his life savings. Yeah, He's he, like, like, I just it. really wanted this. He just sold his house to get it. <laughs> Turns out it was Terrence Winter. Yeah. Just really wanted to focus on himself and yeah. make some changes in his life. <laughs> all right. And last on our gaming news, Spider-Man's Remastered officially has the save transfer from the PS4 to the PS5 update available for the game. Okay. Uh, this was via the Insomniac Twitter. Uh, apparently, they've released that along with the three suits that were added to the game. And, of course, a fix, or at least a supposed fix, for the rest, the rest issue, issue on PS5. Okay. Which was bricking people's consoles when they were yeah. in that game and then went to rest mode. So, that specific game... Was yes. what was causing it, not just going to rest it mode. It seems like it was that specific game. Okay. Something was not matching up with the PS5. Interesting. Well, hopefully they yeah. fixed it. I mean, they're claiming bad. they did because I, mean, I haven't touched it yet. Yeah. You're scared. <laughs> I, I was. I was yeah. like, oh, well, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to ruin nope. the console. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So. All right. And of course, we have no reviews this week for games. I did finish up Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. I guess we did. Yes. We both have a little bit of touch-up to do for the rest of the trophies, but mm-hmm. we'll probably talk about that next week. Yes. Along with how much potatoes, mashed potatoes we had for Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to go buy more potatoes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> worst case, we open up a potato shop. Yeah. And we sell them at high High value. Yeah. The morning of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Make some money, you know? Sell them for like five bucks a potato. Yeah. <laughs> we even have a sign up that says slightly used. Slightly used potatoes. Ew. Hey, supply um, and demand. Excuse me, what did you use it for? <laughs> Why is there just one hole in the side of it? 
Well, on that note, thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate you. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. We have a group on there called Dissecting This, Dissecting this Fiction Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at DTFpod. And don't forget to rate our podcast, review, give us a review, um, subscribe, tell a friend, all those things. Hide your kid, hide your wife. <laughs> They're reviewing DTF pod all up in this bitch. They sure are. <laughs> um, we would even appreciate direct feedback. You can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com. Or you can also send us suggestions or content requests to that same email. We would love to hear from anyone. You can also find us on our website, dtfcast.com. So, until next time. For those celebrating Thanksgiving, have a safe and happy holiday. Yes. For those who are not, also enjoy a big bowl of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Because potatoes are an everyday thing. Potatoes are life. Yeah. <laughs> Start yourself. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>